You are listening to One Love Podcast. Wake up with a smile with your host, Disco. Oh, you know what time it is. It's your 30-second wake-up call. That's right, time to rise and shine. It's a new day, but the love stays the same. Wake up, guys. Wake up. Yes. Good morning, Toronto. And good day, the rest of the world. I'm so happy to be in your ears right now. You are listening to One Love Podcast, and this is Espresso with Love, where we hope to jumpstart your day with a little energy, a little fun, and a lot of love. How is everyone feeling this morning? Amazing! Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Please have a seat, relax. We have an awesome episode in store for you today. We are reaching the end of June, and that means a lot of things, actually. School's out. Summer's finally here. My birthday is in a week. It's Canada Day long weekend, and it's also the end of Pride Month here in Toronto. Now, I have tried to make an effort all month long about bringing more information, more ideas, and of course, more love when it comes to Pride Toronto this year. And I actually learned a lot and really hope I was able to open your eyes just even a little bit to the idea of inclusiveness and more openness when it comes to various members of our community. I was also so fortunate to be able to connect with and interview a very special human being. He is full of energy, an amazing personality, YouTube YouTube host, fashion diva, if I can call him that, and someone I am so grateful to have given me their time, Mr. Daniel Pillay. As I mentioned before, I really wanted to make this interview special, so we set up right in the middle of Dundas Square on a beautiful day earlier this week, and now I invite you guys to take a listen as I ask Daniel various questions relating to his role as an LGBT activist and active participant in this year's Pride celebrations. I hope you guys love it. So, Daniel, thank you so much for being on the show. This is actually something that I've been waiting for, so I'm so glad that you can make it. I'm happy to be here. Ah, man, and I just want to skip the formalities. I want to get right to the meat of why we're here. Let's do it. So, because I do sincerely think you're awesome. Now, besides being an incredible human being and having this, like, ray of positivity, that's what attracted me to you. Honestly, I know growing up as a South Asian gay male, um, life couldn't have been easy so to say yeah um and i would love for you to just share a little bit of your story or maybe some of the challenges you had growing up under these conditions you know i there was a lot of things that were happening in my house you know like i think a lot of um dysfunctional families would relate yeah (laughs) so i think there was a lot that was happening that was suppressing my sexuality right because um your sexuality being a part of who you are is a question you ask yourself is something you grow into something you develop over time um, until it becomes like a very confident regular part of who you are so I think I had a lot of things that I was going through family-wise that kept me, uh, you know, under the radar, so to speak. Uh, and when I say under the radar, not that I was hiding my sexuality, I really didn't know who I was. I really never asked myself that question. And I think, you know, I've, 
being bullied at school. I come from a very large family being bullied at home. I think the taboo or the yep. negative nature of what was communicated to me yep. about being gay and the yep. um, LGBTQ community yep. made me suppress any questions that I would have asked myself, made me kind of bury it under my subconsciousness. So um, that was pretty much, um, you know, you know, your childhood in a nutshell. I think a very conservative South Asian upbringing. No, and, and I can I can relate to it yeah. on most uh, accounts there because you know I grew up in a Middle Eastern family and. I'm not a doctor or a lawyer, so I can tell you not too many people are happy, right? Yeah. But with that being said, I guess what's also to what's also important to know, especially on the basis of this podcast, is while there's so many difficulties that people are going through on different levels, with yours specifically, what was it that allowed you to help you like overcome all that negativity and really stand out and, and be who you are? So I think, you know, in hindsight, you know, I'm sitting here at 33 years old. It's it's so difficult to answer that question because I don't know if at that time I was overcoming anything because I didn't know if there was anything to overcome, to be honest with you. Interesting, yeah. Just kind of, you know, I think one thing that your conservative South Asian upbringing teaches you is to just deal with whatever you're given. And I think that that's what I was doing. I was just dealing with it because I had to, just bearing with it because you needed to. Um, and I think that would pretty much answer your question. But, you know, today when I go back and I think about yeah. it, it was, it was difficult, you know, to a child who didn't have all the tools available to him at that time to just sit there and just take a lot of that negativity and not do anything about it. It was probably very taxing to my spirit, that's for sure. I can, again, I can only imagine um, being in your specific situation, how much harder it is just because, again, I can relate to 90% of it. Yeah. I can't relate to the other 10% of it, but I can only imagine how much pressure that was. So it's actually, it's interesting that, um, Again, you refer back to just not knowing who you were anyway. So it's not like you had this thing inside you that you were dying to tell everyone about and you couldn't or you were being choked because of that. It was just trying to figure that part of it out was exactly was the challenge on its own, I yeah. guess. I didn't really realize there was a, a puzzle piece missing until I ended up in my 20s at university. And, you know, like um, I was going to the University of Toronto and, you know, like it's an accepting atmosphere. It's it's very accepting of the LGBTQ sure. community. And then being around that and being in a place where nobody was questioning my sexuality or asking me yeah. about, about it, it was refreshing. And it allowed me to come to my, um, my reality and my identity on my own terms. Yeah, I love it. And I don't think um, what you had to go through or the fact that you were able to overcome those challenges by any means was like easy, so to say. And I can only imagine the pressure. But why do you think it's so important for people to truly step outside their comfort zone and essentially not be afraid of showing who they are. You know, I mean, everybody's comfort zone is different, right? Yes. So stepping out of that is gonna be very different for every single person. I think, you know, it's important that you push yourself past your boundaries. I think I, that's how I would rephrase it because, you know, it takes a long time to move out of your comfort zone, yeah, it's true. so to speak, you yeah, know? It's true. I think if you look at it as a challenge and you look about pushing past boundaries and you look at it as, as a way um, for acquiring growth and becoming a better you, yeah. then I think that's great. But I, again, you know, it's very difficult to answer that question is because yeah. a lot of people just don't get there, you know? No, 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 a lot of people get there in five years, 10 years, 20 years, and some people just don't get there at all. But I think that if you constantly, um, you know, practice, you know, some level of selfishness, which I think is important, of you eat what you want to eat, you say what you want to say, you do what you want to do, that will facilitate some sort of self-identity and growth, you know? Like, it's, I, I, I refuse to believe, and I, I really don't believe that by doing all of that, yeah. you won't come to some sort of sense of self. Right. Like, I think it's impossible. So, I, I love that. And uh, 
Before we get to the actual event, uh, when it comes to Pride, um, I have an interesting question because it did come up on local AM radio over the weekend and I was, I was paying attention to it and I really wanted to get your thoughts on this, okay? So there's no doubt that there are many groups of people that have been subjected to inequality and discrimination. Yeah. Why is it then that we have a Pride parade as opposed to parades for other groups of people and why do you think Pride specifically is so important? Well, I mean, that's not to say that the Pride Parade is better than any other cause out there. But I think that most communities and most um, visible minorities or, you know, minority groups, they have their way of celebrating, whether it's a festival, whether it's a parade. I yep. mean, um, the Pride Parade, it started off as a very political movement, right? Yes. The parade, if you go back into history and you look yes. at why the parade started, it was for political reasons. It was to make a statement. So the parade just happens to be the avenue in which it, it's been explored over the past few years. But, you know, there's festivals out there, there's concerts, there's parties, there's gatherings. Yeah. Um, there's all these different ways that different communities celebrate. So I think that um, the, the parade is specific to Pride. You know, there's the Caravana Parade, too, of that's course. specific to that culture and community. But I think for Pride, when it comes to Pride, it's really about celebrating who you are. And I think, you know, if you ever go down to a Pride parade or you catch yourself out in the city during Pride weekend, you'll notice that it's just not the LGBTQ community that's out there, you know? The, the, the word pride is very loose and we use it very loosely because it's about celebrating who you are and taking pride in who you are. Whether you are brown, black, white, yellow, purple, green, whether you're tall or short, whether you're big or small, like it's, a, it's about taking pride in what makes you an individual. And I think, in, and that's the entry point in which I ask everybody to see pride, that it's not a celebration of just the gay community or the LGBTQ community, I should say. It is about celebrating who you are, and we really help facilitate that for others as well. And I think, like, I'm s you answered it perfectly because <laughs> when I was doing my research on Pride and I was looking at the statements putting out by the organizers of the event, one thing that really stood out to me about it was how they did focus. Now, aside all the political stuff around events like this, um, they really did focus on just being able to celebrate all types of people and it wasn't necessarily just for uh, the sake of celebrating the LGBT community but just like what you said it doesn't matter what shape or size or color it, you're, it was open to anybody from any type of background to come and share this experience which you know you might not feel the same way when it does come to other parades or other celebrations um, where you may think or feel that it might be only served for a certain type of group. But I have found, and only from experience, knowing that I have so many friends who, are, who don't necessarily um, recognize themselves as part of that community that go every year to the parade and yeah. celebrate every year at the parade. And so that part of it, I find, is, is the most beautiful part because while I agree how much um, this, t this community has been subjected to discrimination, they're not coming out and say, be like us or be us or walk with us. They're saying, let's celebrate everyone getting exactly. along together exactly. equally, yes. which I think is like, and thank you. You're saying it so beautifully as well. That, and that's, that, that was the most, most important part for me. And I'm so glad that that is not just what I was reading. And that's what people who <laughs> partake in this also um, are spreading. Now, I know you were busy over the weekend participating in events and even hosting some shows. What's your connection with Pride Toronto and what role did you specifically play in this past weekend's activities? Well, on Saturday night I had hosted an event called Drag On Queen West, Ooh, right? Cool. Which was really taking the uh, the Pride celebrations outside of the, the Church and Wellesley area. Yeah. 
And the idea was, is like Queen Street West in Toronto, also known as Queer Street West, <laughs> um, is a very gay-friendly community, yeah. very friendly towards the LGBTQ community. And the present, like, like the celebration, really was trying to create a new home for the community to say that, listen, if you want to celebrate the community, you just do not have to be in the confines of Church and Wellesley. You do not have to be in the confines of whatever Pride Toronto has officially sponsored and right. put on their map. Right. It is a celebration of life. And the life exists in various different parts of our city and community. And that was the purpose behind that event. So I hosted that. We had a lot of Toronto's top legendary drag queens come out and perform. I saw some And it was yeah. great because you saw um, families just at the corner of the road, just yeah. with your stroller, yeah. stopping by. Kids coming up on stage, dancing with Sofanda. Um, <laughs> you know, we, got, we had young and old. We had everybody just coming out and supporting. And, you know, they were also raising money. We also had raffle prizes that night, too. And they were raising money for the Canadian HIV AIDS Legal Network which is really fighting for the freedom of a lot of LGBTQ people around the world. And there were a lot of people who missed the raffle prizes at the end, but you know they got to know of that charitable aspect and um, they wanted to donate their money and they came at the end of the night and they said, you know, we need to donate. We need to donate to this cause, it's very important. It's amazing. So that just gives you an idea of the kind of love, yeah. and the kind of celebration and support there is That's out there. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. So Pride Month is about to wrap up. Yes. What's in store for you for the next little while? What um, you know, obviously Tiff is coming around yes. the corner, and you know, as uh, a media personality and an entertainment junkie, of course, I'm definitely going to be out catching the latest films. Mind you, a lot of LGBTQ films get premiered um, at the Tiff Festival, or a lot of things having to Amazing. do with sexuality. Um, a lot of the times in different cultural and ethnic sort of contexts. So I think it's it's a it's a place where I kind of get to explore those films. Yeah. And obviously, you know, just kind of living life and being myself, and whatever it is I choose to do, just being myself, my work. Um, my play, yeah. my rest, myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, last question. Yeah. What is it that you do every day to make sure you wake up with a smile, man? You know, it's, it's you know, it, that is such a hard question. I know. Because, you know, there are days where, like, you know, I haven't done anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm human, you know. Sometimes I have my bad days, too. Sometimes I'm moody. Yeah. And I have to constantly remind myself of why it is that I have this life the privileges that I have, and what I can do that's in my control and in my power to really shape the course of a day or, the sh or, or just the germ of a thought, you know? Sometimes having a positive conversation can change the course of a day. Sometimes waking it. up in the morning and having a great thought and having a moment to yourself can make you have a great week. I love it. So I think what I do is I constantly have conversations with myself. I love it. I always give myself some me time. Whether it's talking out loud, sometimes yeah. you might catch me doing yeah. that, yeah. or you know, uh, just kind of thinking to myself. I always have to remind myself of what my purpose is, I why it. I exist, what my values are, yeah. and I always have to kind of reground myself. And I think that constantly keeps you conscious of your journey. That constantly keeps you conscious of your path, where you're going, how you got there, where you want to go. And I think that's important. So that, me time. That's amazing. That yeah. means so much to me because what we try to do on the podcast every single episode is is allow, even if it's just five seconds, because it's awkward where I'm just talking and I have imaginary listeners, but I know that giving them five seconds of dead air um, as a moment to be able to reflect on just saying one or two words of things that they're grateful for, because I find that, again, reflection and appreciation for the things that you do have already can play such a big role in being like, okay, you know what? Life may not be that bad, and yeah, I can keep going. And while there's a million reasons to be upset, yeah. we tend to forget why why we do why we can be happy or what the reasons are for us to be happy. But I think if you do take that time, like you said, whether it's talking to yourself in your head or out loud, yeah. it's very easy to be able to reflect upon that and use that as the fuel that you need to 
carry on that day with Absolutely. a smile, you know? So, last but not least, where can people find out more about you, Daniel? So I think the best place is my website, danielpillay.com. And on Instagram, I'm very active on Instagram. So Daniel.Pillay on Instagram. And I'll make sure that we put that all that information out uh, on the post on our Instagram as well too. And of course, I will talk to our listeners more about you. So I just want to thank you so much again for your time today. Aww. I honestly sincerely appreciate the fact that I know you're a busy guy. And I know I'm not that much of a busy guy. So the fact that we're able to come here, beautiful downtown Toronto, I'm so grateful. Oh, Daniel. you're thank welcome. You so and you know, much. I have to express my gratitude too, because I think conversations like this are very important to have. And I think when it's outlets, podcasts, television shows that make time for these type of conversations, that's equally as important, you know? I don't have a message to share if somebody doesn't carry it or somebody doesn't showcase it, right? So what you're doing is great too, so thank you. <laughs> I love it, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. Awesome. There you have it, guys. And I can't stress enough that at the very least, this podcast is open to communities, cultures, and backgrounds of people from all walks of life. From any race, color, or creed, we are here as part of the One Love community to share this idea that people are essentially one. There is and has never been a reason to bring forth hate towards our own species, and I will continue to do everything I can to show you guys just how easy it is to put aside prejudice and lead a life with an open heart. Thank you again. And guys, for more information on Daniel and all the many different ways you can connect with him, he's got more subscribers than I do friends. Please visit www.danielpillay.com and Daniel Pillay is P-I-L-L-A-I.com or at Daniel.Pillay on Instagram. And for now, while I'm on this high of love and positivity, I want us to get right into our thank yous. Now, if this is your first time listening, this will probably be awkward, but let's put some love and appreciation out into the world. And the good news is I'm going to go first so you don't have to. Today, I am grateful for the roof over my head and the food I have to eat. I am so fortunate to have family, even though it's a messed up one. And I am so blessed for my amazing listeners. I am grateful to be able to wake up today and pursue whatever aspirations I desire and to be able to be kind to people without expectations in return. Thank you for today. That's it. Now it's your turn. Guys, please just tell yourself one or two things and they can literally just be one or two words that you're grateful for. It doesn't have to be as dramatic as mine, but whatever you feel you should be recognizing. Ready? Today, I am grateful for amazing, guys. Today is going to be an incredible day. This is News in a Nutshell, where I just read off headlines you can either Google later or be glad I didn't go into detail about. Brought to you by One Love Company. In local news, it's Canada Day long weekend, baby. And what a birthday gift this is. Environment Canada has issued a heat warning for Toronto and the GTA ahead of what is likely or of what it says will likely be the most significant heat event that the region has seen in at least a few years. Right now, the forecast 
forecast calls for a high of 31 today, 36 on Saturday and Sunday, and 33 on Monday, but it could feel even hotter with the humidity. A man and woman in their 40s were seriously injured in a stabbing incident near Regent Park on Thursday afternoon. Paramedics said they arrived to find a male and female, both in their 40s, suffering from stab wounds. Both were transported to hospital in serious but non-life-threatening condition. And today is the official day in which new Premier Doug Ford moves into the Premier's office, ending a Liberal Party reign of almost 15 years. In world news, out of Kenya, a fire swept through one of Nairobi's largest open-air markets early Thursday, killing 15 people and sending 70 injured to hospitals. An official said as traders who live there struggled to wake their families and flee. Multiple multiple people were shot Thursday at a newspaper in Annapolis, Maryland. Are you guys surprised? With a witness saying a single gunman fired into the newsroom. A reporter at the Capitol tweeted that a single individual shot multiple people. Phil Davis, who covers business and politics for the newspaper, tweeted that the gunman shot through the glass door to the office and opened fire on multiple employees. Officials said President Donald Trump had been briefed on it. White House spokeswoman Lindsay Waters told reporters, quote, our thoughts and prayers are with all that are affected. And one more from the U.S. U.S. President Donald Trump and his Russian counterpart Vladimir Putin will hold a summit in the Finnish capital, Helsinki, next month. They will meet on the 16th of July and discuss relations between the two countries and a range of national security issues the Kremlin and White House both said. No, that was not a joke. That was news in a nutshell. It's day 16 of the World Cup, but let's recap what happened yesterday. The day started off with Senegal falling to Colombia 1-0 and have now been eliminated from the tournament. Japan also falls to Poland 1-0, but they still move on to the round of 16. Panama loses to Tunisia 2-1 and Belgium beats England 1-0. Guys, get this. Both Senegal and Japan finished the stage with four points. They each scored four goals. Uh, four and four goals against, but because they also drew against each other, which for you North Americans means tie, the only tiebreaker that applied was FIFA's fair play criteria. So Japan boasted a better record with only four yellow cards to Senegal six, and that is the only reason why Japan moves on to the next round, which is crazy. This has definitely been the best World Cup. So we head to the round of 16. No games today, but two tomorrow to start the next leg of the tournament. France will be facing Argentina at 10 a.m. Eastern, followed by Uruguay versus the ever-so-handsome Cristiano Ronaldo and Team Portugal at 2 p.m. Eastern. Good luck to all the countries involved and Ronaldo. While you are my favorite player, I will not be upset at all if you lose on Saturday. Now I always dedicate the weather segment to my wonderful listeners from around the world. New friends of mine. They're not even new anymore. They're just friends of mine and of the show. We love you guys. So in Beirut, Lebanon, you guys are hours ahead when it comes to time. So for your Saturday, another beautiful day, partly cloudy with a high of 27 and a low of 23 in Coolangatta, Australia. For your Saturday, also a mix of sun and clouds, a high of 23 degrees and a low of 14. To my friend Vishal from Bahia, 
India. The more sh- There's more showers for your Saturday and the entire weekend, but I'm sure you guys can use it. A high of 35 degrees and a low of 28 in Tempe, Arizona, the place I love to hate. Paige, another beautiful day today to end your week. All sunshine with a high of 41 degrees for your Friday and a low of 26. And in Toronto town, guys, we have a heat warning in effect. Make sure you keep yourself and your loved ones and your fur babies hydrated all weekend long. But for today, an absolute beautiful high of 31 degrees and a low of 21. Now we're talking no excuses. Get outside and smile lots, Toronto. Toronto and friends from around the world, how you feeling today? Guys, we have reached the final episode of month number three on Espresso with Love here on One Love Podcast, and I can't tell you how happy I am to see our progress, to see the connections we've made, the topics we've covered, and just the simple fact that I get to meet and be in touch with beautiful human beings, not just from Toronto, but all over the world. This is life, guys. This is what living is all about, not being confined to what you consider as home or even normal. It's about stepping outside of your comfort zone, moving and living and exploring outside of your regular boundaries. Life is about taking a leap of faith and following your passion and feeding into your curiosities. Because after all, how can we possibly grow if we don't test ourselves? How can you know your full potential if you've never actually pursued what you love most? Never forget that for 99.9% of the time, this is a one-man show. I don't have help. I don't have experience or knowledge when it comes to broadcasting. Heck, for the most part, I have no clue what I'm doing. And while my love and passion for the entire human community is what motivates and drives me to do this every day, I know I can't be the only person in this situation. There are thousands, if not millions of people on the planet every day just dreaming, literally. They're dreaming of all the amazing things they either want to accomplish or wish they had accomplished. And I hate to say it, but I know a lot of my listeners are in that same boat. And this is why I continue to remind you of how hard, how much time and sacrifice I put into this so that you understand that A, doing whatever you want in life is not easy. Because if it was, not only would you have already started, but so would have everyone else. Get it out of your head and start already. B, you won't be perfect. You will make mistakes. But even a mistake or a failure is one step closer to success and cannot be looked at any other way. And C, there is no better road than the one you can call your own. Listen. I'm not saying you need to quit your job tomorrow, but you need to understand that you're only on this planet once and you can't waste time living it for someone else. Please, for the love of whatever God you believe in, don't be that person who is on their deathbed and all they can think about is their regrets. Live your life with passion, with gratitude, and above all, with love. Guys, while I put in all this work myself, please know that every day I am grateful for you, the listeners, 
because you are definitely a huge motivating factor, and I couldn't have done it without you. As I'm recording this podcast, we're creeping up on 2,932 listens. And by the end of this weekend, I really hope we can smash that 3,000 mark. So if you can find it in your heart to spread the love and share this podcast with family, friends, on your social networks, it would honestly mean the world to me. I love you guys. And please, whatever you do. Don't forget about your goals this weekend. It is so easy to get distracted and pulled away from your dreams. But I believe in you guys. Just, I hope you believe in you too. I'm off on Monday as it is a long weekend, but don't wait till Tuesday to get your smile on because today is going to be an amazing day. If you walk by someone, if you're waiting at the light in your car beside someone, just turn to them and smile. I don't care how awkward it is because you can give off some amazing energy when you do. Big shout out to my mom for giving birth to me. I love you, mom. And a shout out to freesfx.co for providing me with those awesome sound effects. If you have any questions and would like to comment on the show, reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at One Love Podcast. That's at the number one, the word love, the word podcast. Reach out to us. Show us some love. We sincerely appreciate your support. And above all, guys, please subscribe to the channel. I'm leaving you off with some happy, upbeat music, so don't turn on that AM radio. Play your favorite song after and be happy, Toronto. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you on Tuesday. Woohoo! One love. Downtown the snowy ground is all I can see. I call this place my home, my wawazir. Different ways to say hello is not new to me. Making up the whole world all in one city. Even though it's cold outside, we know how to turn it up. Look at all those kids outside Bet you couldn't guess now where they from If you wanna be outside Lace them up, I'll show you where Everyone's gonna meet tonight At Nathan Phillips Square Look at the skyline CN Tower so high and bright You're welcome to stay T-Dot is my city Doesn't matter where you're from
long Flying with the Jays, dunking with the raps, TFC Touchdown with the Argos You can watch CBC and see that they believe the same T-Dot is our city and that won't ever change